Good morning. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. It's Thursday, and as we turn our eyes toward the weekend, I want to point something out that's a constant theme throughout this wildfire-like spread of the gospel. We're in Acts chapter 11. Let's pick it up in verse 19. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, spreading the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas and Antioch to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Did you catch it? They were preaching the Lord Jesus, verse 20. Then verse 21 says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed. Remember what Jesus said when he commissioned them in Matthew chapter 28. Go and make disciples, we know that part. Baptizing them, we know that part. And behold, he said, I am with you always. Deuteronomy 31 and echoed in Hebrews 13 says, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Joshua 1 says, The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Philippians 4 tells us to rejoice always, which is only doable, it says, because the Lord is at hand. My personal favorite is in Romans chapter 8. It says, I am sure that neither life nor death, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, a lot of days I'm pushing you to go and talk to someone or go and do something. And the common excuse is, well, I don't know what to say or, well, I don't know what to do. Moses had a similar excuse when he was talking to the burning bush. Exodus chapter 4 and verse 10, Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you've spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Verse 11, the Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak, and I will teach you what to say. I get fear and uncertainty and even embarrassment, but we've been given a mission with eternal stakes. What you do at work, what kind of car you drive or house you own, how popular you are at work or at school, all that feels really important. But no matter how good or bad you are, no matter how good or bad your house is, or your car, or your circle of friends, in 1,000 years, it won't matter. Let alone a million years. Think about a million years. None of that stuff will matter. Nobody will even know what kind of car you drove or house you owned. What you do with Jesus, who you tell about Jesus and sin and salvation, 
I don't exaggerate and it's not hyperbole to say that will matter in a million years. My parents did a lot of things right when they raised me and they will admit that they made some mistakes. And in a million years, the, min- the minutia, when and how they disciplined me or rewarded me for that matter, won't matter. Those little decisions won't matter, but they both lived out and taught me who Jesus was. And in a million years, again, literally, I'm not exaggerating, in a million years, that will still matter because I will still be in the presence of God rather than in eternal torment. Those are the stakes we've been given and we have not been left alone. So today I don't have a challenge, but I have a question. How would you live different today if God was literally, physically walking next to you? Because even though you can't see him, he is. And he promises to always be. That should inspire us to live differently. And that puts our mission in a new context. As we think about the mission to go and make disciples of all nations. That's intimidating, daunting, downright impossible. If we forget that the creator of the universe is walking by our side. He's the one who gives you the opportunity to talk to someone or to help someone, to show someone Jesus in some way. He's giving you those opportunities and he will give you the words and the actions and the tools necessary to fulfill those opportunities. So live differently today, knowing God is with you. That's all I got for today. What that means for each individual person is gonna be different. Look at Acts. Look at how the gospel spread. And that was only possible because the hand of the Lord, as we see in Acts 11, was with them constantly. Let me pray for you today. God, thank you for being with us. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your help in moments when we don't know what to say or do. Lord, give us courage boldness to live differently knowing you're with us. Lord, give us confidence in you. Lord, and give us the words and the actions when we need them. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. It's Thursday. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. Have a great day.